Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Read. Junk. Podcast. Read Junk Podcast. With your host, my guy. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the Read Junk Podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Grumko. I got another new episode for you, and I think you're going to like this one. It's with the coolie ranks of the Pilfers and formerly of the Toasters. Back when I started this podcast, I had Cooley at the top of my list of people I want to interview because I'm just good friends with him, and I just knew he would have a lot to say. Um, but I finally got around to doing that. Um, we did something over the weekend at my apartment. I didn't want to do this like over Skype or anything just because I wanted to do this in person. Uh, my twin brother, Matt, stopped by my apartment and we uh, we talked for a good hour and a half, hour and 40 minutes with Cooley. Um, for being a fan of Cooley's and the Pilfers for over 20 years, there was still a lot I didn't know. Uh, so I wanted to pick his brain a little bit and uh, just talk about a lot of things. We discussed Radix Fest at Gramercy Theater. Since that's happening on July 19th, we talk about him coming over to the States, playing with the Toasters, the early days of the Pilfers, what happened when the band broke up, what happened when the band got back together. We talk a little bit about Grand Theft Auto, lots of fun stories and laughter. Sorry about that. I laugh a lot. <laughs> if you want to get tickets for Radic Fest, search for it at Live Nation or go buy tickets at the venue uh, since maybe the service charge won't be as much. That is if you live close enough to Gramercy Theater. Or you can search for the show on Facebook and there will be some ticket links there that you can buy the tickets from that. If you aren't already, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends about it. Word of mouth and like reviews on Apple Podcasts really help out for the podcast to stand out. You can listen to these podcasts on Spotify as well, YouTube, Google, Stitcher, and all that stuff. Plus, if you aren't following Rejunk on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, be sure to do that as well because I've been posting a lot on Facebook and Instagram especially. I'm just too lazy to post things on rejunk.com sometimes. So I just like share things. Okay. So let's get the episode started. This is my brother, Matt and I talking with Cooley in my apartment. So welcome to Chateau Rejunk. Yeah. <laughs> loving it. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for coming. That's uh, yeah, we have been wanting to do this for a long ass time. Oh, have you now? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I did want to do a podcast with you uh, and then some of the guys for Radic Fest, but yeah. it just didn't happen, I guess. Well, you know, that's, didn't you get sick or something? Yeah, yeah. I happened to get like a. He almost died. And he was like, <laughs> was, oh, he had to bring in his twin. I th Yeah, I threw up once. For, bring in the relief, the relief pitcher. <laughs> yeah, so I was supposed to interview or interview Cooley, Andre, Travis, Roger down in like New Jersey somewhere and they yeah. do like a photo shoot. And then that morning I was at the dentist and I was like, which I feel bad for going to the dentist because then I would end up getting like a stomach bug or something. Mm. And then I'm like, I'm like, I can't go. I'm like, Matt, go do it. And he was there and lickety split, knocked out some historical photos. Yeah. He didn't realize that. I hope he <laughs> didn't realize that. Some historical, yeah. I hope uh, yeah. you see the light of day someday. Oh, they, they will. It's just not on this. Well, one. Travis, <laughs> Travis posted one the other day, at least. Yeah, I saw one him and Anandre for the other one. They will. So see there's the some, there's there. some sure. classics in there. There are some classics. Yeah, so it was like you guys were. You went to Rogers Brewery for, and and yes. what? Well, we pile of rubble, and pile nice, rubble. Nice uh, Guinness stouts. Well, not Guinness stout. Roger stouts. And, uh, <laughs> The bigger Thomas Stout. Yeah, it was delicious. Delicious, delectable. I will have more. <laughs> 
it's it's interesting to see see how he's been dealing with that brewery for so long. That's like hopefully it gets open soon. Get oh, closer. Yeah. Oh, it'll be there. It'll be there. So every, yeah, every day they're posting we updates. We need that about, invite so we can go get some free samples. Yeah, I need to help him out. You know, just let him know everyone. This one is okay. <laughs> I'm like, can you can you get some root beer for me? I'm like, that's, that's, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but I guess we sh- I guess we should talk about Radix Fest first because, yeah. So I had this idea to do Pilfers, Hub City, Sergeant Skag, and then Root Boy George for a show, and then we got you involved, and then you're like, I'm taking this and running with it, and then <laughs> <laughs> in a coolie the, fashion, yeah, t- taking <laughs> the ball and running with it, and then adding two more bands to it, and then you know what happened though, really and truly. They were supposed to be doing some other sh- gigs in other venues, right? They said they said um, they was going to get more shows. What do you mean? Who, like who? It, um, I'm not going to call any names oh, because they didn't deliver. So there's no need to put them on blast. Okay. Next, but it was, time, next time I'll call names. Travis. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roger. I, I mean, they, I don't know. It was just so many of them. <laughs> yeah, because originally I wanted to like do like a, a weekend. So I was yeah. like do it there and then somewhere else and then just it didn't pan out but right but then i had this idea to do the radix first like the first day we did that tribute to him um a couple years ago yeah i had it right there to do it but i at like the well and yeah my my mom took sick then she she passed away and i was just back and forth from here to england yeah i wasn't in the mood to do anything so when this opportunity came i said oh let's put this under that umbrella yeah and this uh you know, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. So and, I mean, and, and even though it's your birthday, you should not be celebrating like a big party like this because you're a grown ass man. You know, <laughs> well, I should have done this last year since we, we were since we were 40. I, cel- I celebrate the birthday with you. but <laughs> We should have done it last year for our 40. At least it's like a bigger, like yeah. now it's like 41. It's like yeah, it's a big, big deal. You know? It's a big deal. What you're alive. Six, what is this? Six, six, you're six, alive. Hey, I always wanted to do a show and the, well, yeah, it well, doesn't you matter could, what You could age. slap your exactly. re-junk on it, but you don't have to do birthday. Exactly. Slap no, I'm saying it more as like, come celebrate on my birthday it's not like celebrate my birthday because yeah, it's like give a crap I'm just a year old yeah <laughs> it's, it's like I don't want anyone to give me a cake maybe free shirts or something but <laughs> I got a present for you man I got a present for you definitely I get a sticker ooh yeah. a sticker <laughs> get a sticker out of the deal <laughs> yeah so it should be fun mm. um, how did so how was it um, getting like the other bands and was it like kind of a headache kind of thing? No, to, to no, get no. Everyone lined up. On everyone, the everyone lined up. And once, once I got the numbers right from the, the, the venue was, you know, that's always a challenge. And uh, once that all got sorted out, everyone was in, you know, I just need to know everyone's number was what they would do it for and so forth like that. Yeah. So I'm just happy it's in Manhattan because I'm just like, it's kind of a bitch to get here from, from, from New Jersey to Brooklyn or something like that. But yeah. I originally, yes, yeah, so I originally wanted in Tianek, which is where Travis and uh, Andre were playing yesterday uh, that okay. Devin Europe, but they didn't like guys jump at right. the show. Well, they, so. I don't think they understood the value. Yeah. So it's whatever. So or they probably couldn't afford or perhaps to have they had another that show bands. that night. I don't know. Yeah. There's always something. There's always something. Yeah. I was actually fortunate to get um, Gramercy. That's a good know, shout out to, to shout out to Adam Smith, Adam over there. Yeah, Adam, thank you, Adam. Respect. 
I, I'm like, oh, I, I keep it. And then it's like after this one, I'm like, oh, let's, let's do like a Celtic, like Irish kind of festival too. He's like, oh, he's like, come on. <laughs> 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 like now it's like, he's like, oh, hit me up in like July. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to hit you up in July. <laughs> so this show is what, July 19th, Gramercy Theater in New York. And we yeah. got Pilfers, Mephiscopheles, Hub City Stompers, Spring Hill Jack. I think doors are like Sergeant Skagnetti, Sergeant Rude Boy George. George. And you got yeah. special guests. You got the guy from Sunsea. It's going to be playing a song with Rude Boy George. So that oh, should yeah, be fun. Actually, there's quite a bit of um, excitement around this because there's, yeah. like we, there's people I didn't even know we're going to be added to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to. And then, like, and then, yeah, like Rob, Rob from, I guess, New York Citizens is going to play with yeah, Hub City for a song. Crazy. And then, and then you're going to have mostly the original lineup. Yeah, so James have everyone except for James. Is he James, on the, is he James on the is in San Francisco. He's okay. the hardest one to get over here. Yeah. Not that he didn't want to do it. We was in talks and talking and talking and talking. Let me see what I can do, Kuz. Let me see what I can do, Kuz. Let me see what I can do, Kuz. I just can't do it. As I do, I would have loved to hold that. Look. Anyway, yeah. James. Yeah, Thank you, a, James. You guys do a reunion show every once in a while with the full... The last one was two years ago. It was like for the 20th anniversary kind of. So that was the last time I was, I think it was the last time I saw you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people's got them, you know, they got lives, families, children, husbands, marriage, everything. Yeah. It's like, that'll be my third show or third or fourth show of the year this year. It's Mm. like, it's hard getting there. I always wondered how like adults managed to like, do a day job, but then they go out and tour for a week or two. You just save up vacation time, and you go I, out there I don't and know anything about vacation time. <laughs> or my, every person in Scott my, is a realtor, so <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. I just go. I just go. <laughs> I make my own hours, and <laughs> <laughs> and I stay broke, and uh, then I just go. Out. See, you got Dave from Mustard Plug. You got Chris from Less Than Jake. You got is Nick and and Nick is too. Nick and Anna, or yeah, or, yeah. yeah. So it's you got you got a super group right there of so Scott people. So out of the, the Pilfers group there, who who does the best in the real estate? Uh, probably Anna. I would say, and Anna's been in it longer than all of us. Um, I've seen, yeah, I've seen the places that she's she's selling them or like and sure stuff. Like, yeah, it's like nice places. But let's not talk about her pockets. <laughs> no, no, but it's I don't like, think she puts, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, she's broke. She's broke, y'all. She's broke. <laughs> Oh, it's just like nice places, you know. <laughs> that commission game's rough. I got you, Anna. I got you, Anna. Come up to come up to here. We're selling some like three million dollar houses. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, hey, city, the city, uh, some nice city properties. You can get a nice chunk of change off of that if they move. Yeah, yeah. You get them in. No, we're here to talk about music. Yeah, we're music though. Music. We're not going back yeah. to real estate. No, no, that's, that's not exciting. <laughs> no, well, it's, it is if if you're yeah, making yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of crazy money. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, anything? No hold bars, you know. I just kind want of to thing. examine her. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We'll just cut that out. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Don't cut anything. Um, I but I really wanted to get for this interview. I kind of just wanted to get like your kind of life a little bit because I'm okay. kind of because I kind of don't know. Okay, born, live. So, die. <laughs> so you were James born. Lipton. We got a stack of cards ready to go. What do you want to see when you go to the pearly gates? The oh, <laughs> you mean the checkered gates? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and well. God will say, "Pick it up, pick it up, pick, pick it up." It up. 
I dropped my towel. I said, so you were born in Jamaica? I was born in England. England. Okay. Yes, I'm an I'm an English lad, London boy. See, I didn't know that because I think when it was like when we saw you in 2008, I think at Knitting Factory, one of the reunion shows, you started speaking. British. I'm like, whoa, he sounds really good. <laughs> he sounds really good. <laughs> I'm like, he did a good job. He did a good job with that. Like, no, I'm like, so like oh, what? Yes, <laughs> I know. I only speak English when I'm in in London. <laughs> comes, just wife. comes out? Yeah, because I'm at home. I can just, you know, be me, Mark, little Marky. You know what I mean? Was that during the time when um, there was, it was easier for people to get in like in the 80s no no I, no i i came here and i didn't have a green card i didn't get a green card um i would say like 17 years without a green card yes i i, I went through the whole hardships and then the heartaches with not having that and not being able to go to school and not being able to be employed and all of that stuff so i you know i definitely emphasize with, with what's going on at the border and the immigration policies i definitely you know on the side of the immigrant Hundred percent, two thousand percent. That's just me. But we we can go back onto something that's less political. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Trump. All right, no, no, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. It's really. So yeah. what kind of what kind of stuff did you start out doing? Did, were you doing like dancehall stuff? I was in the doing dancehall. I was doing straight uh, Brooklyn dancehall. I was uh, one of those guys that. Uh, emulated a lot of the things coming out of Jamaica. I used to sing Jay. I used to chat, which is the Jamaican version of rapping. Um, sing Jay is like singing and, and rapping, which the Americans are doing now with the, the new hip hop, you know, with the trap music that they're doing. That's that's straight up, that's straight Jamaican stuff. Singing the talky talky kind of singing stuff. Singing and. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's all Jamaican. Now uh, it's just DJs. a lot of extra auto tune on everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even, yeah. Yeah, even the reggae stuff. They do yeah. That's, that's, that used to be a, that used to just be a studio correction method, and now it's like, oh, we're just gonna add that. Yes, yeah, everyone sounds an effect to that. Well, in reggae too, people are going for that seventies yeah. vintage retro kind of sound well, too. Yeah. You know, like rock, back, like rock, yeah. yeah, and I, yeah. that's the stuff I prefer. But yeah. when you look at the Jamaican music today compared to back then, it's it's, it's totally just, different. It's, totally I mean, different. it's just so many different subsets and. A lot of them are doing the crossover hip hop, right. straight up R and B, right? And some of them even some house like techno type, uh, even the the Afrobeat style of of um, dancehall, Jamaican, calypso type of blend. You know that's that's pretty popular. Then there's you got a lot of them that are doing the roots music, yeah, straight roots music, and. You know, it sounds like it's something, some vintage Is Sky music. even like popular there nah. right now? They like don't, don't give a nah. crap, right? Nah. Was it even popular it's in the like 70s, they don't 80s? Give a crap. It's not like they don't give a, give a crap. You know what it is? It's, it's, it's considered like old music. Yeah, because it's in the 60s. It's like, it's, yeah, so it's old music. It's not, the, and there, there have been some artists that actually travel who see what's going on in Europe and people are playing ska. So they include that in some ska in their repertoire, but it hasn't caught Caught on to the way like how dancehall acts because dancehall dancehall is basically for a certain type of people in Jamaica and a certain age group too. You know, so it's for the young people. Yeah, so wants to dance, be, go out to the club, and yeah, and they they got dances that twerk. But if you put <laughs> if you put a ska track and it busts on the radio, like it became like the number one song, you'd have a lot of these kids in Jamaica starting to do ska. That's how it works. Yeah, so it's like someone needs to come back and... Somebody has to rediscover it. But are these young kids listening to people like Jimmy Cliff? And Probably not, right? I don't know. That's just for nostalgia. Yeah. 
That's the old folks that are still yeah, like the us. can down the road. Yeah, oh, walking down the road. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I got into to reggae. It was like Bob Marley and Jim yeah, Cliff. Sometimes, yeah, that's what it is. But it's so like, that's how far behind or far ahead they are. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're far behind over here, and they're far ahead. They've already gone into something that people would discover in 2025, 2030 or something. Hmm. Yeah. That's how it is. C- very creative island. Very creative. Um, so going back to you. Okay, so back to the, Well, you know, it's about you, you know. Uh, <laughs> so you did like, so when did you come over to the States? So you kind of... I came, you, over, I came over to America when I was about seven. I was just about to turn eight. Oh, okay. Right. But um, I was in I was in boarding school in, in London and I came over here. Um, yeah. So immediately in my my environment in England was predominantly white. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the exception of my family. Yeah. Um, so my music was classical music. And when I came into America, I found FM radio. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. It's black music. (laughs) I mean, seriously, I discovered that. And then um, when I got a little older, I discovered a reggae channel. Mm. Um, It could have been Gil Bailey for all I know. It it probably was Gil Bailey because that was the only one that was really playing music back then. And reggae music or um, one of those channels, um, WLIB. And I heard this thing, this song, and I was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to learn how to do that at least. You know, it was just something that I wanted to learn how to do for myself. Here we go. That's so what, it. So you've what, always been in the city? you never been, did you ever live anywhere else in the country? I lived in Brooklyn. That's it. Brooklyn? Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn is a very, uh, my section where I lived, um, is, is some people call it East Flatbush, some people call it Brownsville, um, but I, we call it the 90s. And other people call it the 9 now. The new kids, they call it the 9, but it's, it, you know, for me it's the 90s. And uh, that's a predominantly West Indian community. So, you know, if you, if, if you weren't even West Indian, you became West Indian. Because that was the culture. Like right. I have a lot of American friends you would not know. They're not Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. They sound Jamaican. They look Jamaican. They just had the vibe. That's, that's it. So, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like having an English accent all the time. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's what I learned. I learned it. I learned. I never went to Jamaica until 2001. Wow. That's the first time I went to Jamaica. Wow. So I learned all of that being in Brooklyn. Okay. And then, so, so what were you, so besides like the reggae stuff, what else were you listening to? Like, like, hip, uh, like hip hop oh, or like. Definitely hip hop. Definitely. Punk or anything like that? No or punk. Not, no. No punk. I listen to hip hop. I listen to uh house music. Mm-hmm. Um reggae. Hip hop, reggae, house music. Uh what else was was there? And pop music. Like like carpenters and Are <laughs> yes, they pop? I know. They're pop. That's pop music. That was pop music, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, stuff like that. Like like music, like arranged music, like soul music. You know, I would listen to that. My, one of my favorite singers was Al Green. Yeah. <laughs> I still listen to Al Yeah. You know, that, that kind of stuff. So I would listen to a lot of soul music and stuff. Impressions. I like 
Yeah, that's kind of yeah, stuff. I, I, like, I like every like yeah, yeah. that Motown stuff, and I listen to that, and I listen to Doobie Brothers. Oh God, I like the Doobie Brothers. You know? Yeah, Hall That used to be our go-to kar- karaoke thing. Yeah. My brother and I would do Michael McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Yeah. So, these, <laughs> so tell you. So, and Frank Sinatra. You we know were I mean? clear these the are, room, baby. These, it was, are, these are these are the, these are the influences. When did you fall into ska? Like, how did you stumble upon I, it? I stumbled upon it. I did a, I did a record. I did a hip-hop reggae record where I was singing, rapping, chatting. And I got a call. Well, the studio got a call that someone wanted to manage me uh, in Manhattan. So we went all, we, we all gathered up and we went to, to meet with this lady in the, in, um, the village. And uh, so I, went one, I met one of my best friends there, right there. He used to work for her. Um, but anyway, so she wanted to manage me and he was like, okay, we suck this deal that I would do this stuff and she was going to manage me. And then she goes, oh, here's an opportunity for you. The Toasters had just lost their, their two front guys. He said, I want you to audition for this band. They're going to go to Europe. They're being managed. I mean, they're being uh, booked by a massive agency. Be a good opportunity for you. And then when you do that, you get some stage experience and then you come back. I've been here stage Anyway, I just, <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to argue with She said, you do that. And Different then kind of Exactly. So she said, come back, you know, come back from Europe and then we'll resume your dancehall career. So I, so I went and I auditioned for the Toasters. Learned, first, I, they gave me the music. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> this was like completely away from everything I knew. And I was like, hold on, hold on. What, like the Scott Killers and... Yes, that, that one. Yeah, yeah. I said, let me, let me see if so I hear... It's a little dated it. these days, that one. Yeah. I said, let me see if I can hear any reggae in it. Because, you know, I can identify with reggae. And I heard it. I was like, okay. I heard um, Throw Me Up. I like Throw Me Up. I like... Um, what was it? Um, run, Rudy, Run. Run, Rudy, Run. Exactly. Thank you. All right. And um, so I was like, oh, I like this. So I, I learned it. And then I went and did the audition. Smashed the audition. I didn't know, but they said I, I got the job. So, <laughs> um, so then I, you know, I joined those guys, and that was the that was my introduction to this whole squad world. So I mean, how so? How was it for the first couple shows? Was it kind of it just great. kind of like it was, it was, you had it was, to improvise a little no, bit? To I just get to do hang what out? I do. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I tell you what, though, it was um, it was a culture shock. That when I walked into a Tosa show back then, it's not a dance hall show anymore. Ooh. <laughs> Bunch of white, a lot bunch of white of, people bunch with, of white with kids. funny hair and chains around their belts, and I was like, "What the stealing, hell is stealing dad suits?" I and said, "This might no, it wasn't just straight. It wasn't just straight two tone. It was everybody used to go to um scar shows, punk rock with the mohawks, oh, yeah, all yeah. that hippies. Every, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. used to go. And I said, "Oh my god, I'm 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 on the set of the Warriors." I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, okay, calm down. Calm what was down. your what was your first interaction when you saw like the skin show up to the show? So I didn't have any knowledge of that. Yeah. I didn't know skin had good from bad. So it was all the same. It was just a lot of strange looking people. Yeah, like, what the hell? We didn't know that. Like our first ska show, we were with somebody that was Jewish. And she's like, and then she saw like skinhead. She's like, oh my God. Like she didn't know. Like so she was like, she was terrified. I'm like, I think it's all right. I think yeah. it's all right. Oh, I've, I've had my share of running with skinheads. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I, 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 I
Back so, to the toasters. So early yes. days of the toasters. Yeah, and and when I got on the stage and it was the um, chat part for Run Rudy Run, and this is one of my, my, one of my memories. Um, we were in Columbia University. So I got up on there and I did the Run Rudy Run and I chat. As I finished, it was like, I was like, whoa, they like me. <laughs> oh, they like me. And then that same party, um, I'm not going to call his name, but one of the members gave me a gun. What? They found it. Oh, so, all right. Let me let me correct that. Let me correct that. He didn't give it to me. He said, "Look at this." He, he was he was appalled to find something like this at at the show. So it was a two two. I was like, "Holy crap!" He was like, "Look at this. Look at this." I said, "What?" I said, "Oh, let me get that." He said, "You want it?" I said, "Yeah." He said, "No, nah, I'm I'm throwing this away." And he threw it away. I said, "Yeah, where you threw that?" I, said, I'm her. I went behind him. I got because I'm still in the hood. <laughs> yeah, you might need that. <laughs> Please. So I went back and I got that, and I was like, "Yep, that's mine." <laughs> the question is, do you still have that? <laughs> no, no, because in true fashion, I stole it. <laughs> oh, okay. hey, when you're broke, <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, I'm 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 not a killer. <laughs> no, you gotta defend your you know? defend yourself sometimes. You no, know? nah, I, I I know my little scar fool. <laughs> I'm good with yeah, that. I saw you. I saw you taking pictures of that. Did Scott, you see that? Scott, Scott Fu, Yeah, I yeah, was like, man. I thought you were doing late, late. No, I was like, Scott Fu. <laughs> so, so your first album with them was what? Dub Fifty Six. No, actually, I did. I did a live album with them. Probably people don't even know that I did a live album with them called. I think it was called Franken Scar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that the one that was? The, the special edition for Dub 56 or this was before this is way okay. this was done in London okay. when I when I toured with them I did I didn't even listen this is how it goes I didn't even know there was a record with me on it oh right I learned that when I returned to the Toasters someone said oh Mike Parks told me oh he said yo I told Buck you're the one I said huh he said yeah that one he said I told Buck you're the guy I said okay he said, yo, I love that record you did. I said, what record? <laughs> I don't remember being in the studio. No, I wasn't. So it was it was done live. It was done live. And then I um I um So Okay. Yeah, yeah just that keep was talking. The, that was that was the first time. I mean, I I did that one and then it was like, what the hell? Then I yeah, I heard I was listening to uh it came on in the gym today, the live stuff with you guys. It was on the, the Dub fifty six album, the live and you're yeah, like, no, there's no girls. Right? I'm on the bus with the not, guys all the time. That's not Dub 56. You see, that's, that was, that's a separate record. But they that added live, that on, I guess. It's a special yeah, edition. That, that's live, what I'm that about. live one is from Live in LA. Right. Okay. So uh, what, what they, what they re, they're repackaging Dub 56. They added the live stuff at the end. They added, then they had to two live shows. One was a San Diego one, and then there was an so LA So I'm trying one. to tell you, this is, this, is, this is not, that's not how Dub 56 was. Dub 56 was just straight, just straight music. So what, what he did, you know, he's got to be inventive and creative with what he has. And he's still selling me. I'm, I'm, I, that record was their biggest record selling record. That's my favorite. Yeah. For the toasters. You know, so there were like four or five songs on that too. Yeah. It was a good, good amount of like you were on the lead. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, well, we're going to have to bring some of that up. Uh, <laughs> Hard band for dead. Uh, yeah. 
little less, little less of the amount of songs on that album. There was, I actually had a lot of songs on that record too. <laughs> I, I guess we, never we, see the light of day. Hey, y'all just let me know what y'all want to get into today because we can get into it all. Yeah, I mean that's why so, you're here. I'm here. This is this could be a five hour podcast. Hands mm. <laughs> Up close and personal. You got to make some, of the, some, some of the people tea. you're talking about work to listen to the spot they were, <laughs> were talking about. Um, I'm just like I'm. Yeah, I'm curious though about how the 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 shows like was. Do you have any like memorable like experiences with the toasters? Oh yeah, like, like certain listen. Like, as far as like I had fantastic time. With liked, the, yeah, I had a fantastic time with the to- toasters. It was it was unbelievable. To be honest with you, it was, I mean, I was, I was still a kid from the hood. Yes, I grew up in England. Yes, I was in boarding school. Yes, I had fine uh, living and all of that. But when I came to America, it was totally different. It was a, it was a Polaroid opposite of what I came from. Mm-hmm. So, and my world was white. So that was fine. When I came to America, my world was pitch dark black. That's it. I didn't know anything about, I didn't even, yeah, I, I had forgotten about England life. For the most part, it wasn't an adjust. It's got to be an adjustment coming from that to. to well, Brooklyn I was among. And, yeah. Well, I was remember I was a child, so yeah, yeah I, I had to I had to learn how to adapt in America in in the hood, because I was I was first of all I, I got in a fight the first day of school because I was too too proper. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> that doesn't work in the hood. Huh. What you doing, man? Did you call someone a chap? <laughs> no, 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 I wasn't. I wasn't to that. Extent. I might have. Who knows? But uh, but the first day of school, like, what I the got, fuck you call me? <laughs> <laughs> first day of school, fight. Second day of school, fight. I mean, it was like I was just a target because I was a new guy. Yeah, yeah. But um, they hadn't seen new fish. Yeah, they hadn't seen the type of violence <laughs> I could erect on them. The scafu. Yeah, and it was so good. So I became one of those, one of them. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was loved and adored. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, how was it recording? Like the some of the, the no, let, me, let me let me go back to some of the things. Oh, the question you just asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You asked about memorable shows and memorable moments. Loads of them. Now, I can remember one. This may sound tragic, but it was actually a test of my uh, fortitude and my sense of direction. Being an adult, we were, it was just after Waco, Texas. Okay, remember that incident? Nineteen ninety two, three, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that time, um, I would call home. I was calling. I used to call my son's mother, and you know, let her know what's going on. So I had plenty of quarters in my pocket. So I was at the gas station, and I was just talking to her, blah blah blah. And I got off the phone, and I looked up. The the van was gone. The toasters left me in Waco, Texas. Oh, I swear. All I had was a few more quarters, right? <laughs> I didn't know where I was playing. I didn't know where I was going. Thank God I had my debit card with me. You know, back then. No I had cell a, I had a, phone. No cell phone because these are all coin-operated yeah. machines on, 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 at so the gas station. How far down the road did they realize that they you weren't in the car? They never remembered until they got to the venue. I swear. I swear. How big was this van? Well, I used to sleep in the back because, you know, after, oh, you know, yeah. you see the shows. So I used to sleep all the time. So I never would even speak in the van. I would only get out when it's time to do the show or get out for loading, which I didn't like to loading because I used to work for UPS. I said, I'm never doing that again. 
And uh, so I had to get out. So they, they went to the venue and they, they just left me in Waco, Texas. <laughs> I, had to call, I had to call somebody. I, I see, I didn't know the operations of, of the band. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the um, management or the booking agency. So I didn't know who to call. I called the guy at SOBs because that was the closest I could, right? I called him and I, and I, was, I thought maybe he was management or something because I only had done a few shows with him. Yeah, yeah. So um, he goes, no, I'm not, their, I'm not their management. I'm not their booking agent. But he says, but hold on, let me look at their schedule. So he found their schedule and he says, oh, they're going to be in Waco, Texas. Da, 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 da. I said, okay, cool. Then um, someone saw me at, at the gas station and they said, what's the matter? I said, I'm trying to get a ride. Um, to a bus stop. I actually, I, I probably asked him, "Where's where's the bus stop?" And they said, "Oh, you you gotta be in, you you far from there." So I they drove me. I got in their car, right? Wow. In right? Texas, in Waco, Texas. What just happened? Just after that, just happened, and they drove me to the um, Greyhound bus, and I got a bus to Waco, Texas, and I got to the gig within time to perform. Actually, I got in time just after they sound checked. All right, and they was like, "Hey, where you been?" They thought I, they thought I was gonna be livid. I was like, "I'm good. I'm here." Yeah, yeah. I'm, I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset at all. Yeah, thank God for that person to give you a ride. Right? What? Yeah. So that's one. I can give you another one, please. I'll give, give, give you a thousand. Yeah, yeah. I like these. You like that? Yes. Okay. Here's here's Anything one. Anything from Europe? Europe. Oh man. Should I tell you about Europe? You want to go to Europe? Yeah, let's all right. Go. Let's go to Europe. Let's see. Let's see how this is. Well, you know, I. I no secret. Um, anyway, I love ladies. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk a girl story now. So. It's all right. You know, how to, is your wife going to listen to this? <laughs> you, let's not, let's, let's, let's go back let's, to let's the stage. Let's take the best. Let's take the All right, different story. Let's stay not, in the United States. Let's stay in the United States. Not Europe. Yeah, let's stay in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> music, music related, music things, related, music things related. Right, stories. right, right, right. Um, yeah, I'll tell you one. Here's one. In um, I think I was in um San Francisco. I'm not sure of the venue. It could have been Slim's. It could not. It could not. It could have not been. But we were at this venue, and um, we're playing, and then these guys appear from the audience. And they duct taped their, sh- their shirts with swatch stickers. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm performing. Then they sing how. Then the crowd, um, you know. Swarms them. Swarms them. And he's getting ready to beat these dudes up. And I was like, yo, yo, I jumped in. Say young thing. Yeah, yeah. Stupidness. So I jump in and I save them. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, y'all can't be, I said, y'all can't be doing this. I said, I said, your mom, I said, this is tape being videoed. There's a video of this somewhere. There's a video of this. Oh, is it on YouTube? No, no, no. I don't know if it's on YouTube, but they they were filming this live. Oh, okay. And I was telling them, I was like, yo, your mom's is going to be watching this. Your your parents are going to be watching this. I said, y'all, y'all need to chill. I said, we didn't come here for that. So I get back on the stage. I'm like, yo, we're going to smoke a spliff. So I go. The ingredients is peace, love, and harmony. <laughs> I said, when y'all smoke this, so y'all smoke it with me, I want y'all to blow it out. <sighs> peace, 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 peace. <laughs> and that was it. Them dudes took off that, that, that tape. Mm-hmm. And started skanking. Started skanking. 
And next year they're wearing like anti, you know, anti racist. Come yeah. on, out. you know what I mean? It's it's just youth and it's trying to find themselves. You know, a yeah. lot of the times it's 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 bad. The, the end result is bad, but it, it's just kids being lost. Yeah, trying to find something. And sometimes it is the parents that are the cause. Yes, you know, you know so. Any uh, so any other like mishaps on stage or anything like that? Like mishaps. dancers like falling off stages. Or I think anything? I fell once. I don't know. I'm sure you're always jumping into the crowd. So yeah, I've, like, I've, I've I've probably anyone fallen. ever get aggressive with you when you went gone into the crowd? Like, uh, girls, they almost ripped my clothes off once. I was, I I was you know I was so upset with this. I was like, what the, what are you doing? See, I'm just a person. Yeah, yeah. Played with real big meat. fish. It was, it was a real big fish show. And you know, I was going there. You know, yeah. that's, that's nothing. But this was a different type of a crowd. This is like the MTV. Crowd, the college crowd. That yeah, ever, and there's yeah. some young girl. She's trying to rip my clothes off. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what are you doing? And she, I'm like, yo, yo. I said, I'm just a person. And she wanted to meet the band. I said, you want to meet the band? Fine. You can meet the band. It's cool. But don't be ripping off my clothes. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> did you? Um, that wasn't was, fun, by the way. No, it's it's frightening when you. Yeah, because it's like spirits, like zombies, kind of like. Yeah, <laughs> and you know I didn't want to have to take out that can of whoop ass at a nice scar show. <laughs> Females, you you know know what I mean? but I have to, de- I have to defend myself. Yeah, officer. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, tell it to the judge." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell it to the judge. Different times back then, I guess. Yeah, it was. I mean, so many, so many. I mean, I have loads of great memories. Yeah, from road. the Pilfers, you guys, you guys went on tour opening for Real Big Fish, and that was at the height of when they were. Yeah, I mean, they. Radio it, off. I yeah. can, I can say thank you because um, there's a, the, uh, if you listen to that record from far, I shouted out everybody, and maybe not everybody, but as much as I could, who who has helped us in some kind of a way, who we've toured with. Um, I can tell you for sure, big ups to the Pie Tasters because they were the first. Big ups to Muscle Plug, they were second. Um, on that level, mm-hmm. on a lower level, it was, it was Edna's Goldfish. Yep. And it was it was Metro Styley. And I'm going to put Metro Styley first because they came first with us. They Andy definitely showed me what I didn't know. I didn't know a lot of the things. And so he showed me a lot. He got me on my track. And then I... Um, to put a band together, Steve called me and he goes, yo, I heard you left the toasters. I said, yeah, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. He said, what? Put a band together, man. That's what you're going to do. Put a band together. And I was like, that's Steve Jackson from the, from the Pietasis. I was like, word? Yeah, I should put a band together. <laughs> I had no clue, no inclination of what I was doing or when I was going to, if I was going to do it. But when he called me up, he woke me up. I was like, yep, that's it. So I, I did want to ask about that because like I don't know like, was it bad blood between you and, and Bucket or like what, what no, was the no. case of what I, happened? I tell you I tell you what happened. It, was, it wasn't a bad blood between Bucket and myself. It wasn't that. It was a time that I had to grow. All right. I had to be a grown up now. I had done a, a few few years with the Toasters, and it was time for me to do something else. I mean, I I was good with doing with the Toasters, but I wasn't great. Um. I think I needed to express myself more. Mm-hmm. The management kept trying to tell me to take over the band. I was like, nah, yeah. 
I was like, nah, they've got their own sound. They've got their own thing that yeah. they're doing. I said, I'm not going to go in there and try and, you know, switch up the band. As you can hear, Pilfers is not like um, Toasters. No, no, it's, yeah, it's, so it's something different. Yeah. This, would, this would have been me doing that yeah. in the Toasters, and that would have been terrible because the Toasters would then wouldn't be the same band. Yeah, and essentially you were like the MC of the, the Toasters, where there's all these other different instruments, and, and Bucket was is singing guitar, doing the guitar and singing, and then... This is not, yeah, it's definitely, as we've learned, it's not the way that you wanted to take things. And no. You know, I would, I would do all these crazy um, commercials on my uh, on my answering machine, just just being an idiot. And uh, <laughs> Believe it or not, cool, he is a man, <laughs> you know? So the, the manager's like, hey, I, I like that. I want you to do that in the band. And I'm like, no. I said, I can't do that in the band. That's not that's not for the band. He's like, oh, you got it. I'm like, no. So with that me growing up and I've and I had a lot of um family issues at that time too you know I was dealing with my nephews and my nieces who just moved in on me mm-hmm. so I needed to do something quickly <laughs> and a change I had to change up my life and how I was going to do things so so how'd you meet up with uh, with Vinny like was it just like those you guys and then you kind of were auditioning people no, or like no 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 it was me going around like I said Steve Jackson called me yeah. up yeah and um so I, I was looking for a band and I was going around auditioning people and I had people doing rehearsals with me and I asked, and had some drummer and he's like, yeah, I know Scar. And he did not play Scar. <laughs> it was terrible. And I was paying people for rehearsals at that time, which I didn't know anything like that. And I, and I spoke to Steve again. I was like, yo, this thing is making me go broke, man. I can't keep paying these dudes for rehearsal. He's like, what? Paying them for rehearsal? Are you crazy? He said, you're Cooley Rags. I said, huh? You don't pay them for rehearsal. I said, okay. That, that's when the, the whole thing changed. So I started looking you know, for other people. And then I got a call from my ex-girlfriend, who happened to be Vinny's girlfriend. Ah. That's the connection. <laughs> so she's calling me and she's like, oh, I heard you left the toasters. What you going to do? I said, what you mean? You know what I'm going to do. She goes, oh, okay. Then I get a call from Vinny. Hey, I heard you left the toasters. I was like, yeah. He said, well, if you want to do some demos sometime, you can come down here and do some demos. I was like, sure. And then um, she goes, oh, he thinks you can't sing, though. I said, yeah, whatever. I, I guess that's how I sound when I'm on the, on the mic. You know what I mean? That's what they get. So uh, anyway, I go down there. And he has, I don't know if you don't steady earnest. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah. Thank God to st- for steady earnest. So I, before I went down there, I, I have a little keyboard, so I make my beats and everything else like that and my, my songs. So I took those down there, and I told him, this is what I want. I didn't have it on a scar beat, but I knew the bass line, what I wanted, and I had it on some other kind of crazy music. And um, they demoed it. They demoed Climbing. They demoed... Um, is it that, that five song? Nope. Oh, is it something, no, is something it totally earlier? Different earlier than that okay yeah so they demoed climbing they did de- no they didn't demo climbing i'm wrong i'm sorry they demoed um jolly, jolly and they demoed uh show no fear and they demoed kawaii oh wow that's yeah that's old yeah well i didn't know it was that old no yeah yeah i did i did i did all of these things before i got into the before i put the band together okay and um and in actuality i 
I did Jolly 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 when I was in Atosis. Oh. I demoed that with the rhythm section first. Okay. These are all songs that I had floating around, like Legal Shot is from yeah. the dance hall. Legal Shot is from the dance hall. I did that way before I was in the Toasters. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't know that. I have I have a whole repertoire of dance hall songs I have not even recorded. I remember that. The first time you were hearing that when you saw the Pilfers live, I was like, wow, I know this from the Toasters. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like I have all these songs. Right? So anyway, I demoed those three songs and I brought them back and then... Vinny listened to the songs. Oh, and some more soul songs. Vinny listened to the songs and he called me up. He goes, hey, so, um, so I'm leaving BIM. I said, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and I'm thinking of moving to New York. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. He goes, oh, easy, wait, wait. He goes, well, just put a band together, put a band together. I said, yeah, I will, man. I'm going to put a band together. He says, yeah, let's, let's, let's see what happens. I said, okay, cool. That's the beginning. And that ends the p- part one now. <laughs> no, no, so let, me, let me tell you how we got each member. Yeah, yeah. You want to know that? Sure. Okay. So I was auditioning all these people. I auditioned this, and I was auditioning them in my crib. I lived in the Park Slope at the time. But I auditioned this, sorry. That's I, I auditioned this bass player. And he came through, and he was just a little bit too wild for me. He was just wild. I mean, I, I guess you're supposed to be a little wild. But he just seemed like, no. Nah. I was like, nah. But the good thing about him, he brought this girl with him. Cute girl. Anyway, that was his girl. So. Yeah, hands off, right? And um, this girl I was talking to, no, another friend of mine told me out. Told me how. <laughs> Told me how to organize my, my um, contact list. Okay. By what people do rather than who they are. Because like I had Brian, not knowing all your, your gifts and your talents. You understand? If it's just Brian yeah, in my contact. In yeah, it's just, exactly. So now it's Brian does this, da 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 The design guy, photo guy. You understand? You're not just Brian now. Because I, I have, this it's full of people who I don't even know what they do. Yeah, yeah. So I called up, um, I called, this girl told me, oh, I'm not using this drummer. I was dating this, this singer. She goes, I'm not doing this drummer. He, he was okay. You might want to check him out. He was only okay. That's what she said about James. <laughs> That's what she said. I said, all right, let me go check him out. So I'm on the train and I was on the D train going across the, um, the Manhattan Bridge or whatever bridge that was. And um, I'm on the train and then I see this girl. She's crying, crying on the train. Like, oh snap, isn't that that? That was the girl that was in my house. So I go over there and I say, You all right? She goes, mm-hmm. I said, Where are you going? I said, Is he my boyfriend? This, uh, he, this, uh, all kind of craziness, uh, right? Yeah. I said, I'm going to go audition uh, a drummer. Come with me, I'll get you some tea. Because <laughs> I'm an English guy. It's tea. We, do, we, we sit down and we have some tea. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I said, let me. Yeah. Some scones. Some scones and some biscuits and some crisps. Anyway, so I was like, come, come. I'm feeling a bit peckish. I was like, come over here and I'll take you to a, a cafe and we'll have some tea and we'll talk about it, right? You know, that's just me and helping. So I go down to the basement where James was rehearsing. I think it was Stubborn North Star's uh, basement or just rehearsal space. Yeah. 
a skinner box, whatever. It could have been all of that. Um, so I didn't even do any real rehearsal with James. I was like, play me a swing beat. Played it. I said, play me a ska beat. Played it. I said, play me a trap beat. Played it. Play me a reggae beat. Played it. I said, all right, cool. Talk to you later. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it was probably it was like 15 minutes or less. Less. It was less than it was like. Brr, brr, brr. And w- I wonder, wondering what he thought of all that. He was like, what he the fuck? Like, this guy is crazy. <laughs> he must have thought I was crazy. And I said, yo, I'm going to take her to get some tea now. I'll talk to you later. He probably just thought like this dude. I don't even, I don't even get this. Dude. I mean, based on that audition and then and how you two interact at their shows, like it just seems like James like gets fed up with you because he always make him stop halfway through the song. No, and stuff. James. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you what. James is brilliant. I'm gonna tell you, James is brilliant, I'm, and he may never hear me say it to his face, but James is brilliant. James is a is a, a master drummer. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you that he's a master drummer. He's brilliant he knows he knows dance or like and he knows reggae like from the root spot he studied this thing like, like a scientist he's, he's brilliant so no disrespect to james james big no, up, it's, big it's up, funny big up your damn self james jimmy blood clot <laughs> are you that it's just yeah. I, i've seen how you guys interact sometimes no, it's like we, it feels like it's like he's like no, oh, he, no, he right, knows. <laughs> no 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 he knows he knows how the thing goes all right james, cool, he's doing doing his thing, and, no, he knows he's good with that man james knows the 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 culture of it or where it comes from. I never got that, like the whole stopping stuff. That's it's what like, you mean? It's, so it's just kind of like... It's live. It's like you, you weren't feeling that beat. You needed something a little bit No, no, no. Different. I mean, like, there was always re- so many restarts. I'm like, yeah, come, on, on. come on, just play. No, no, no. No, you're getting it. What you got was a Jamaican experience. You didn't get the, the traditional what everyone else is doing. You're getting a Jamaican live band. That's how, how it's done in Jamaica. How, if I was on a sound system. If I was on a sound... Remember, I come from a sound system dance all right so if the music is nice you hear some gunshots boom, boom, boom. that's legal shot okay that's where that whole whole um culture comes from when i sang that song if the music is really nice it's a salute to the track or to the singer or to what's going on and they pull it up and they reset it again so okay. Because yeah. we used to listen to college radio and in Vassar College, there was a guy called Dexy B. Dexy B taking a total one and two and like things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's like very like that. So then they would play the song and then they would just, it was like Buju or something like yeah, that. And they would it stop up. it and they would just reset Weird. it. Yeah. Sanchez, yeah. yeah like exactly. It's like, oh, come on. Let's just get into it. I was just gonna... liking it. Hold on. <laughs> right, first, the first again. time we saw that live, we were like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why? Did he do something like, did wrong? They, did they someone like slip on the stage and like yeah. fall and screw up and they nah, have to start nah. all over? Nah, that's just the vibe. Bro. Yeah. So okay. what What I, again, because I'm coming from the dancehall culture. I brought the dancehall culture to the band. The wheel is a wheel. All of that. I brought that to the band. So I, I felt like I was still... On this, on the sound. So, so that crying girl was was Anna, right? No, no, no. Oh. Okay, let me give you some. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was throwing. <laughs> yeah, was going. sorry, no. it was a little tangent. Yeah, that's, that's really convenient. No, that crying girl was Jessica oh, um, okay. from Jessica. She used to be in the Scofflaws. Oh right, okay, and she she plays keyboards, right? And she um she engineers. She's a she's another genius. She's the one that did the voice of Show No Fear, right in the beginning. Yes. Which crying girl are you talking about? I thought the the, the girl that went the, the crying girl on the, on the train on the subway. Oh no, sorry. I you know, talking about from Show No Fear. No, that crying girl was not Anna. 
No, the crying girl was oh, just okay. a crying girl. Oh, okay. I just threw her in the story. Oh, okay. I thought that was Anna. I thought that was Anna. Leaning this on. No, no, no. That's the, wah, wah, the girl. Wah. <laughs> that would have been. Why don't you say it's Anna? It's a little bit more convenient. No, no. Now. But I'm going to tell you how it gets. How we get to Anna, because of James. All right. So we had another bass player, and James didn't like him. No disrespect to the to the bass player. I won't even call his name. I should call his name, but I won't call his name. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so James didn't like how he played. Um, yeah. And he he wasn't on. To be honest. I like the guy personally. I like the guy. He and mm-hmm. I got along very well. And it was he and I that was walking around getting people to do the stuff. But the levels of musicianship, the level of musicianship that I had amongst me was way up here. Mm-hmm. Vinny, James, and oh, I should go back to the guitar player. We had another guitar player too. Started off with a bunch of horns, a three horn section. Really? Wow. Yes. And Vinny was like, <laughs> Vinny was like, like, I can do this myself. So the horn section was gone. He was like, oh, yeah. I was like, it doesn't want you win. It works, though. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get to it. It works for us, but it didn't work for them when it was being um, right. This isn't a ska band. Then there's not 14 people in the band. What's the matter? Right. So so the horns went first. Then we got a new, we had a uh, guitar player and he was brilliant. This guy, he, he, was just tuning up the um, guitar and was listening to the songs. I didn't think he was listening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, we're going to play this song for you. And he says, no, I got it already. He goes, I said, what? He says, no, I got it already. This was shit's up again. And he goes, I said, all right, go ahead, play it. From <laughs> start to finish, he had it. I was like, whoa, dude. I said, you got it, man. You got the job. <laughs> so, and, uh, so I said, Vinny, listen, I got to go to England because I had to check my mom. I always go. Yeah. Anyway, I had to go. When I came back, Nick was there. And I said, You're not the you know. I said, Welcome to that guy. He goes, Vinny goes, Oh, I fired him. I said, what? <laughs> this guy's better. So Nick answered the ad because Vinny put an ad out. Okay. And I was like, What? He's like, Yeah. I said, like, Oh, okay, let's see. And Nick was, you know, a humble guy, good guy, good person, nice human being. And I said, okay. So we started doing a few gigs. And actually, we got our first gig in two weeks of forming. Oh, wow. Was it that show up in Port Chester? No, the, the first show was in the cooler. Oh, cool. Yeah, we didn't go to that one. That yeah. first one of seeing you guys was in Port Chester. Yeah. I don't. It was was it Real Big Fish or the Specials? One of those. Real Big Fish, we played up there. We definitely played up there. Real At Big Seven Fish. Willow Street. Yeah. yeah, Seven Willow. That was a great show. And that that kind of. Well, going back to going back to the toasters when I first saw the toasters for the very first time. Mm, I I, well, you weren't you. You must have just left because I think it was like '96. What was my first? I just left. Yeah, so I was like, I think we asked. Uh, was it Chunk? The people. Yeah. And so he was like sitting outside, like, "Where's Cool? Yeah, was, he's like, oh, he's not in the band anymore." I'm like, oh, <laughs> we were like so disappointed. So when we finally like, we didn't know the Pilfers were your band. So when we went to go see Specials of Ruby Fish, one of the bands. That you, that that played at Seven Willow, you guys were there, like, oh, we got so excited, we were like, holy god, this is so it was like a like a mind blowing experience seeing the Pilfers for the very first time. <laughs> it was just like we were. Oh, he was still sitting there, like in the middle of the club, just as we were all coming in. He were just hanging out. 
Some might even been there hanging out too. Probably. I don't remember that. <laughs> I, I just remember being up front all the time. With me. Yeah. Always being up front, either getting T-bone juice from <laughs> on me, or getting knocked in the head, or trying to sing the lyrics, and then you stick. Finally, when you stick the mic in my face, I fuck up and like <laughs> get the lyrics wrong. <laughs> get the lyrics wrong, and like I just. Uh... <laughs> I still do that. I was like. Uh... <laughs> I still do that too. But yeah, seeing you guys for the very first time was like, like wow. This So then we had every show you played. For, I think we probably saw you in like five or six states. <laughs> probably. Oh, what? Probably, I would think. Connecticut, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Massachusetts no. New Jersey. Yeah. I don't think it, pretty much the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. Um, so. Who else are we forgetting? Anyone else? Yeah, Nick, Anna, and James. Okay, so we got so we so, so we got, got the pilfers. Yeah. So how was the first show? Like, well, how the was the reception? First show was, was it was like amazing. sold out or anything? Or? Um, we played. We opened up for the Blue Beats. Okay, it's a little bit different, a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> um, that time, that that first time, we had made the demo already. This was the demo. Okay. So, I made cassettes. I think I, we still have it. <laughs> yeah, I was listening. It came on the other day. I'm like, oh my god, it's still. I went to I went to my friend's uh, record company. Same one where actually Jay Z was doing his record. He was on Jay, well, Jay Z was doing his record with uh, my friend. So he gave me all of his DAT machines, a little station that he had, and he allowed me to transfer everything that I had on DAT onto cassette on the machine. So I I went to this this place where you would get cassettes from, nine cassettes, and I um. I transferred real time those demos on, onto these uh, cassettes, and I and I had like 150. So you had to listen to them every time you played them. Yeah, <laughs> You're like all right, I don't need to hear this. Well, I need to remember <laughs> the song anyway, so it, yeah, it did me true. it did me great. <laughs> but yeah, so I did that, and I and I took those to the show, and we sold them, mm. and we saved up enough money, and we got the CD, the, the first CD. Um, was because of shows, those cassettes and some t-shirts. Um, check a, check a cab, check a Phil. Sorry, not check a cab, check a boy kid. <laughs> um, he made our first designs. I, I didn't know that until like recently. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know. He made that's, our first designs. That's, that's he cool. Made, he made our, um, the mask. And we had another one, but the first one we had was a prison bar thing. Like it was just like a, looked like a prison bar. Okay. Uh, I don't know the shape of it, but it's a funny shape. And we just have that. And then he he actually made the logo with with the um with the patch in the eyes. Yeah. Another guy, um, Gordon, made the, the, the team. Oh, the guy with the bag. Yeah, Gordon. He's in um he's in um DC. Okay. He's a he's a tattoo artist. Nice. Yeah. I keep yeah I keep repurp- repurposing that when I do the shirts for you and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Coney Island High was where the record release party was, right? The record release was actually in um uh Wetlands. Wetlands. Okay. This maybe I'm thinking of the second CD then. Yeah, probably the second they CD. They shut you down. Yeah. Someone we bootlegged. <laughs> we put yeah, they up on YouTube. <laughs> they shut us down because I, I don't know. They didn't want us to play anymore. We was playing too long. I think, I think it was too did. long. And then the cops, I think people were in the streets yeah. in St. Mark's. and then That was the a great show. You know that I mean? venue, we saw some shit there. Oh, my God. There's, 
And it might have even been during one of your shows. I think it was during the film because dad was there and then yeah. we were all like standing on the back couch kind of thing or spot and some guys Dying started going girl. down on a girl pretty much. What? At our feet. <laughs> and my dad goes, hey, look. It's like what they're doing. This was at the Pilfer show? That yeah, I, think, I yeah. think so, yes. I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God. They were getting down and dirty. I didn't see any of that. And they were like older folk. Like they must have just walked in off the street. Oh, wow. Like just drunk like people. Like 40s at the time, yeah. which is old and for And I was kind of like, yeah. I'm like, wait, what's going on? My dad's like, he's eating her. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those I'm memories like, that we can't really yeah, share oh, the story man. too often. Oh, but you wow. would get it. You I didn't know there. about that. Wow. We were like, whoa, okay, this is a new experience. There's a new one going on right here. I didn't know this all these in the show. It was, it was memorable, yeah. <laughs> that He's venue was her. insane. Like, I remember seeing like subhumans there and like. That sounds subhuman. You get, <laughs> yeah. And you're just getting crushed by the people, but. The hallway, it felt like the Willy Wonka hallway. The hallway, mm. like the, mm. it, was, it was just red. Mm, yes, yes. It just yes. looked like. Drugs were being dealt. <laughs> that was Sold a great her. spot. That was our home, man. That was. That was they just, what is it like a, an apartment now or a McDonald's or something? No, I think it's just like restaurant or that, uh, whole, like, that's so, that whole, the whole area strip. was yeah. great for, for venues. They had yeah, CBGBs, yep. Coney Island Hot, Continental, right around the corner. Yeah, Moon Ska. That's a great spot. Point, yeah. Yeah. Um. <sighs> And then, oh yeah, now we saw you at the haunt in Ithaca. That was, oh, that was no, the, that the memorable experience infamous. because because we were we were in college in Keystone College, and so I think it was like an hour and a half north. It was like a two hour drive or two hours. hour. Oh, okay, and um, it was around like finals, and then so it was like Matt and I went, and then. So we get to Ithaca, and then we're a little early for the venue, and then I'm like, oh, there's the parking, and then Matt goes. He's like, oh, there. And he goes and turns and drives over the fucking curb. Which is about, you know, two feet. Really high. Too. And then all of a sudden our oil pan just spurts. Oh, oh no. <laughs> like, I felt like I was on a four-wheeler. Like, I don't know why why I was possessing <laughs> that. Like, oh, an all-terrain vehicle. <laughs> and I was in a Dodge Neon, so it was low to the ground. It Yeah. And then I think it was a holiday. It was either Easter or like a Mother's Day or, was, or Father's Day or something was, like that. It was that. around, yeah, mother, Mother's and Day. And so my my parents were like, we were stranded at the bus stop and we saw you guys. And our college by. friends didn't want to come up. They're like, no, we're not going to go so up my there. Parents, my dad was fishing all morning somewhere out. My you uncles. saw us go by? Well, yeah, at, at the end of the night. yeah. We were so we went to the stop. show. My parents were like, all right, well, we just, they called AAA. They had a guy come, which was, everything was closed because it was a Sunday night. And they dropped the car off, and then we went to the venue. My parents got in the car and drove four hours wow. to rescue us. Wow! My dad was like, in the way home back to college, he was like sticking like water from the pouring rain. Because yeah, his face I'm driving to on eighty, up. driving on eighty four is oh, the most man. boring drive ever. So it's up there. It's it's not fun. So yeah, that was that was a memorable. It was but, a great show. Like, oh, I remember like you guys, you guys, we were at the bus stop waiting for our parents to show up, and then like we just see you guys driving in the van. We just start like wave like bye guys, <laughs> <laughs> not even telling us your yeah. worries. No, yeah. I was like, yeah, we were like, we didn't know what to do. You guys were probably just driving home or maybe. Were we big... were we going to see a pilfer show at the wetlands when we got dad's car got stuck on the right in, outside the intrepid by the intrepid on the west side highway <laughs> and we had to push it to the west side oh, highway. No. And then we end up I don't know if it was the pilfers or it was another show. Yeah. Maybe. The wetlands. <laughs> oh, that's another famous I love that. Oh yeah, that's a great venue. But it's like my dad like we ended up like walking like thirty blocks to get go still go to the show and my dad was you know, then he was at the car and then he showed up and the mechanic that was working on the car gave us the car and then we were able like, to oh, take my car home, drive it home. Because we had to go back and to bring school. it back tomorrow. Oh, wow. wow uh, the, the memories of, yeah, going to Scottish shows with, my, with our dad. It was great. Yeah. 
Um, so what happened? Like, so you guys with the Pilfers, just I guess life got in the way where everyone kind of just grew apart with the, the band or was no, the music. Or something? Was it something I, it with your voice? It was my, too? You know, I've been having like crazy throat troubles and singing troubles, and you know, it's it's been an uphill up uphill battle. I think I've actually got it down to what's the problem? It's my hearing. It's not even my voice. Mm. I can't hear so well. That trombone did me in. <laughs> Yeah, especially with Vinny's uh, style. So this ear right here, <laughs> like when the music plays, it just starts ringing and, and, and I can't even hear myself like in a tone wise, anything. So now I have these ear monitors. Yeah. So I have the ear monitors and I can hear myself pretty well. Wow, you never used to have them? No. Well, yeah. yeah when you know it comes with say. it. Well, yeah. I, 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 I said this before, I, you know, I, I told the guys, like, I, I, my, my biggest complaint was I can't hear myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're thrashing about, that's gonna be hard. You know, to and say. they're like, "Well, you know what I mean, I mean, what can they do? They can't just turn down, you know, because they need to hear themselves too." Like, and these look at these instruments that we're playing. So anyway, I went out and I bought a um, a, a monitor deck. Okay. So it holds five um, ear monitors for everyone in the band. So created a, a riff in the band because I spent that money to buy. Something that I needed. Oh. Yeah. But I needed it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I needed it. And, you know, and so it caused a riff. So, I mean, when did you guys break up? It was like 2001 or something around that time? Um, but then That's you- before that. Oh, okay. Actually, so I, I bought the the um the rig after that. We broke up in 2001. Me and Vinny was bad blood. Yeah. So, that 2001 is when Vinny departed. Were you still touring after one? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't actually. I remember Anna, I tell you Anna what, and and, I tell you what, and Nick. Right. You're right. 2001. I went to Jamaica after that. Okay. So the band had officially broken up that time, 2001. Um, and the only reason why we didn't go on was there some internal squabbles about the name of the band, who who actually owned it. Uh huh. So, after a few years, I reclaimed the name. Then we went back out there. Okay. So it was it was a there was a time where I couldn't use a name, and I didn't want to fight, continue to fight just because it's my name. I said, you know, whatever. Yeah. I let it sit. So it sat dormant for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Even though I was still I was still doing you know guest appearances with this and that, but the band itself wasn't doing anything. And then I reclaimed the name. And then Anna and myself went out. Anna, James, and Nick, we went out. And I think we got someone someone else on the trombone. Okay. Yeah, someone else would come in and fill. I'm not sure exactly who it was. Yeah, I don't think I was quite, ever there for that. We've yeah. had quite, quite a few different people. Um, well, now. Yeah, I mean, now yeah. you do. Yeah, but, but I, then, t- then too. Okay, I didn't, really, yeah, I didn't yeah. realize back then. Yeah. Well, yeah, but well, that, was, that was the case. It was just the four of us without, uh, without Vinny and another person. I mean, listen to From Far. From yeah. Far, there's no trombone on that. Yeah, you got what, Kevin, right? Yeah, I got yeah. Kevin. Kevin is... It's, it's different, but then it's, it's like the first first time of hearing it, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a hits you a little bit and then you hear it again, it's like, this is a really good album afterwards. Yeah, because yeah, it's like, it's it's different, it's but different. it's like, it's... You, I think because everyone was so, yeah, we were so used to so the ska blurred. stuff and yeah. then it was like, all right, now everyone's kind of kind of new new versions and yeah. variations of ska or hybrids and yeah. just 
grown up. Sadly. I mean, but again, yeah. I can't keep giving you the same record. No, yeah, no. Get it. So, <laughs> well, some people can, but well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's I, I think that's cheating the public. Even yeah, to be honest, as an artist, as a as as an artist, you 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 should be able to um, evolve and create new sounds. Well, look at the specials; they kind of changed their 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 album, and, and I don't know. I'm not really a fan of the newest one, but other people seem to like it. But and I don't know it's like some people some people change it. Some people want the the still the same sound. Well, but, I'll, I'll give them the same sound on the next but, record. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought I thought from far there's a lot of there's a lot of great tracks on it, Thank you know. So it's, um, thank you. Th- nothing's gonna. Nothing's ever good enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Good yes. enough. <laughs> good enough. Yeah, that's actually a scar song. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I I got a fight. I wanted to make a whole an entire scar record. Yeah, but I got a fight. <laughs> They're like, oh, I don't want to do this. Oh, it's like, I fought to get that one track on there. And you see, there's not even any skank on it. <laughs> I wanted that. That was like, I was like, listen, we're going to put that one on there. Oh, it, it was like so resistant. And I was like, listen, here we go. This is what we're going to do. Play this, do that, do that. That's what I need. That's why I, I don't want to hear nothing on. Yeah. I get my one scar track. <laughs> so the next one, I'm going to have more scar on it. Next one for the pilfers or next one for your solo? Next one for pilfers. Because you got, you're doing. You're, I'm you're doing, doing multiple records simultaneously. <laughs> And so, what's the status of the solo album? Which one? Well, the, the <laughs> more than one solo. I'm, I'm working on two at the you same time. You got a polka album that I'm not aware Listen, of. Listen, you guys have no idea. <laughs> I, I did. I, so, I've been going back and forth to Jamaica, and that that record. Um, actually, all right, let's, let's go. I've been going back in Jamaica, um, recording uh, my vocals there. Mm-hmm. I have two. Uh, Records I've been working on simultaneously. I have one which is a, a reggae record, mm-hmm. and I have one which is a reggae rock record. Night and day. Okay, like reggae rock, like like rock? like um, one reggae rock like Mr. Exploiter. Okay. Um, what else? So something like a heavier kind of yes. Okay, and then that kind I of have thing. one which is traditional reggae. Okay. So it's night and day. So can we get one of them this year? Or? Uh, <laughs> well, if you're a good boy. <laughs> very, very. Um, well, I, I, yeah, you will get you'll get a record. Okay. You, you, I don't know if I. And then it goes. Which one do I release first? To my brain. Yeah. So I'm almost finished. I'm, I'm literally like the reggae rock record. I have about. 14 tracks. Nice. And I just need to mix a couple more tracks and I'll be finished. The reggae record, I have seven tracks. Um, and I will need about three more, which that's easier. I can get those three more tracks and then I'm finished. So okay. by the end of this year, I'll have those two tracks. So, and I'm also currently writing the Pilfers record right now. Sweet. So you're busy. Well, mentally I'm busy. <laughs> it's just, just need to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So who's gonna? Anna who would you get to? Re- Anna, James, Nick, and Vinny. Oh, they'll, so they'll be back on the. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Did you want to have Vinny on from far, or did he not want to be a no, part of it? No, I didn't want Vinny on from, from far. Okay. I didn't want Vinny on from far. It was um at that point we still weren't speaking on like great terms. Okay. Um, I actually wanted a, a full horn section. 
Yeah, you were telling me that one time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you came to the studio. Yeah, that one time, because I'll remember that day, because that's the first day that we found out that we were going to have a kid, and I had to, like, I had to hold that in. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> so I was, like, talking to, like, Nick and talking to Anna about, like, kid stuff, and, like, not, like, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, I wanted a full, an entire horn section. I, I went to Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Batchley. He has um, a grand concourse. And then now he has the um, uh, New York Scar Orchestra. Okay. So there's like 15 of them, maybe 20 of them. Oh, wow. Have, have you heard of them yet? No. Yeah, so he has New York Scar but he's, Orchestra. But he's been on a bunch of albums, like other people's oh, stuff, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah. the it's like a- still post for years. Nice. Um, Sugar Minor for years. I met, I met Kevin when I was in the dance hall. Oh, okay. So I've known Kevin for years, way before Scar. And he's such a talented uh, musician, artist, singer. And he would back all these people. And I'd hear him at these performances. And I'd like, Kevin, you need to go solo, man. And he'd be like, oh, no, cool. <laughs> and I, every time I see him, I'd be like, Kevin, you need to go solo. You need to get out of this. Stop being in the shadow. That, that was me every time I saw him. And he finally took my advice and he left that and he just started doing his own stuff. And I was like, that's it, Kevin. That's what I wanted for you. I said, you're way better than these artists you're backing. Brilliant, brilliant guy. Yeah, when he, when he played for your record release show, that was, he was going, it, it almost in a way was very similar to Finney's style, but he was with a trumpet. So exactly. It was, yeah, it was like frantic. Like, exactly. Yeah, yes. like, he's, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. And you haven't heard him sing it. Sings too, you know. Oh, I didn't know that. This is what I'm telling you, man. It's a threat. Um, I wanted to talk about how I wanted to get circle back around to like Mojo. Like, how did that like real big fish? So there's well, let's not say real big fish. Let's say Randy. You know Randy? Yeah, Randy Nichols. Yep. Randy was our booking agent. Okay. And um, that same Coney Coney Island night, it was a Tuesday night, and that place was packed. Mm. We did a show that was packed. Beyond capacity. And I and I had been speaking to Randy about booking us. Now we met Randy in Portchester. Yeah. By Seven Willow. He was with Real Big Fish. And after right. the show, he, he goes, Oh, the band wants to take you on tour after they come off the warp tour. This is this is, Randy comes up to me now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Whatever, right? He gives me his card. He says, seriously, they wanna they wanna um take you on tour. I said, okay. He said, you got a CD? I said, no, but we'll have one by then. He goes, okay. And we did. <laughs> we got a CD. It was ready. So he, be- he became um, their booking agent. And I said, yo, we need a booking agent. And he was stalling. He was on the fence. He didn't want to do anything. <laughs> and I invited him to the Coney Island show on the Tuesday night. Sold out. And I said, yo, she's only trying to give us 250 Sold out. <laughs> Tuesday night. Man. Sold out. She, I said, yo, I said, I'm going to give you this opportunity to book us now. If you don't take this opportunity, I'm gone. I'm gone somewhere else. I'm not, I'm not asking you again. And then he became our booking agent. Mm. And he was already tight with, with um, all these other labels because he deals with the booking agency world. Okay. So he was the one that, that sent out our stuff to all these labels. He, uh. did, he was working as a manager. Okay. So he said to Mojo, he sent it to all these labels were, were bidding on us. And I said, I like Mojo because I saw what they did with Cherry Pop and Daddies. I saw what they did with Real Big Fish. So and with, um, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Right. Understand? So I was like, oh, I want to be in that. 
in that group of people. Who was the first band on that? Was it Goldfinger on that? J-Pop and Daddies, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Wasn't Zebrahead another Zebrahead, one? Zebrahead, exactly. They were yeah. Those were the, the only ones I remember. Yeah, Zebrahead was on. There wasn't that many bands, I think. But they did like, a lot of good work for those yeah, bands. They worked yeah. those bands. And they bands. were a subset of Universal? Universal, right. yeah. So they had a lot of you know Universal power in it. Was yeah, that like the first time when you were on that label that where you had the chance to go to Europe and stuff and play? No. Or, do, or is it beforehand? No, we went to Europe on our own. We okay. went to Europe on the strength of a um, cassette. So I have a friend in um in uh in in London. Okay. And he used to he used to book toasters when I was in the toasters. But every time I went back to England, I always called him and I always talked to him and we were friends. In fact, he because he, he booked our first tour for um the toasters. So I sent him um a cassette. Same five song demo that circulated. I said yeah, to him. I think we had it for our college radio show. Yeah. yeah. So he, he heard it and he loved it. He said, Listen, I'm coming to New York. I'm coming to see you guys. So he came to see us play with Real Big Fish at um, Urban Plaza. And you know, the shows are exciting those times. Yeah. And he goes, Listen, I'm going to book a European tour for you. I'm like, What? Off the strength of the cassette. We didn't even have a CD those times. So. He booked us a European tour. He was in Europe. That's how we got to Europe. Not, not through any oh, okay. project. And that guy now is, um, he manages uh, Sonic Boom 6. So that's how you got the connection of doing some songs for the, for the from them, I there. guess. Oh. He made me do it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like I wanted, uh, they used to be my backing band when I went to London. Oh, okay. So he goes, come on, Cooley, I want you to do it. I'm like, oh, man. I always, I, when I do things, I always go kicking, you know? Ah, but when I get there, I'm comfortable and I'm happy with what I'm doing. But I'm always going kicking. I'm like, ah, oh, man. I don't He's like, come on, Cooley, man. Come on, man. You could do it, man. Come on, man. Stop playing, man. Come on, man. Remember? I was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so I did it and here we go. That's how. Oh, so back to getting on Mojo. Yeah, yeah. Randy was the booking agent. Okay. And then Randy... I said, yo, Randy, I need you in a position as my manager. Because he was doing all this stuff like management. All these people want to manage us. He goes, nah, nah, nah. I'm happy at my job here. I love my job here. About a week or two later, his company said they was leaving New York and they're going somewhere else and they want him to go. But he didn't want to go. Then he calls me up. He goes, listen, the company's leaving. You know, I just want to know if you guys are going to stay with me. I said, Randy, I didn't go with you because of your company. I yeah. I went with you. Because I like you. He goes, all right. I said, but listen, I don't want you to be my booking agent anymore. You're going to find me a different booking agency and you're going to be my manager. He goes, no, no, no. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> you're going to be my manager. That's what you're going to be. Forget this booking agency stuff. I said, tell me what you need, how much, what your expenses are, da, 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 and we'll do it like that. Randy Nichols now like the big manager. Yeah, well, so, so what's he do? What's he up to now? Got, it's like... Um, He's got a lot of great bands. Yeah. He just bought a new house. He's doing okay. Yeah, he's, he's doing all right. <laughs> Talking about his pockets. <laughs> so he's doing, back he's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing okay. He's doing, I'm very proud of him. Very proud of him. How come the second album isn't on Spotify? Is it Mojo? Is it because of Mojo? Okay, so Universal. Yeah. We, we actually should have that record because I made a deal. I made a deal with them. Um, when when I sat in the, the record counter because mm-hmm. I knew they were strong in America. Absolutely. But I still view myself in the European side of, of things. 
you know, because I'm always, I'm an alien. So I always think about what, what's going to happen when I go back to England. So I asked him, I said, listen, um, if you guys don't release your record, my record in Europe, I want the record back to be able to do it in Europe. And they agreed to that and it's in writing. Mm-hmm. So I actually should have my record back because they never released it in Europe. So the, when's the court date? Um, <laughs> when I can find some shekels to go deal with these guys. Yeah. Well. But yeah, so I, sh- I should be able to have my record back. Um, and get the nickels they can get for exactly. people playing it. But exactly. it's, 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 I, I could see the band's point of view of like not having their stuff on it, but it's like, I have, I have it. So it's like, I want to have all the albums on yeah, there, you know me what too. I mean? Yeah. Me so too. it's kind of it's like, kinda it's, like it's, it's like, um, one child is forgotten. Like, do you have to pay money to, to put it on there? Or like, how does it? No, I don't think we have to pay money to put it on. I think we just have to own the rights to it. Okay. And you get, you're like zero, 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 one per play or whatever something like that. so people should just like put on spotify and just put on your favorite band's albums and just play it overnight so just like yeah so just eat <laughs> yeah get a, get it something to drink yeah um i want to so, so you ha- so after the pilfers kind of around like the 2000s early 2000s you mm-hmm. kind of did your salt you did you had a few yeah i had, solo- some, I had a few solo gigs yeah, so it's like you have some songs out there, like something's got to get you. Show, so, show you. Oh, okay. I'm going to re-release those. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you should do like a B, B-side B kind of like. No, I, get, I have, I have. like I said, that's that's the heavier rock stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I have about 14 tracks, which I'm, I'm very uh, happy to give away to the people. Not give away, but. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yes, release. Share. Share. Yeah, yeah, and, um, <laughs> and then I have the, the um these these reggae tracks that I've just been working on, and because uh, I've never done a reggae record. Yeah, well, you got the voice for it, so I hope so. <laughs> Speaking of reggae, who's your who's your favorite reggae artist now? Oh, I have a lot of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I listen I listen to all the genres of of reggae of Jamaican music. I listen to the, the current dancehall. I listen to older stuff. I listen to lovers. I, I listen to all of that. So I'm currently, um, you know, of course I love Gappy Ranks because he's, you know, I love that. I love everything that he does actually because he, he blends the lovers rock and he, he's straight with the dance or the hardcore dance or stuff. And he's clean too. He does the clean stuff. He doesn't, not negative stuff. So I love that. And then... <clears throat> I listen to I listen to the older stuff too, you know, like Carlton Livingston. I listen to Carlton Livingston a lot. I listen to Dennis Brown. I listen to you know Barrington Levy. I listen to Taurus Riley. I listen to Romaine Virgo. I listen to Christopher Martin. I mean, I listen to Shantia. I love Shantia too. I listen to you know I listen to everything that's going on. You know, pretty much Masika, like Masika, Fully Bud, Delnoir. These are all these artists that are out there that are doing this stuff. You know, I like that everything. Um, and then I listen to um, the old stuff like Sandra Cross, I listen to Carol Thompson, I listen to um, whatever, all of the levels rock. So, I love Dennis Brown and like yeah. Pat Kelly, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Barris Hammond. So, Barris, yeah, man. Everything about Barris, everything. He's playing, I think he's playing in Queens soon, I think. I'm going to go see him. Yeah, yeah. He's playing, he's playing <laughs> in New York. Him and Michael Bolton. I'm, I'm going to see him next week. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to see him next week. He's, I think yeah, he's playing with Maxi Priest in Newark in August. Okay. Yeah, but it's like Michael Bolton's playing like the grooving in the park thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, going. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm going. 
So I actually did. I actually did um something that I've ne- I always wanted to do. I wanted to do it, but I've never got a chance to do it. I got to do um some dub with um scientists. Okay. Um, I tried to do it with dub as, dub as a weapon, but we didn't we didn't work out with it. I oh, wanted okay. to do it with them like a couple of years ago. I was talking to Dave, but we didn't get it done. Um, but I managed to do something with with scientists on the stage the other day. And um, I don't know if you know who scientist is, but he's like I'm not familiar. Like, I, yeah, Dub's not kind of like I'm not really into it. He's, I don't know. He's, he's all right. So Lee Scratch Perry, scientist, math yeah. professor. Okay, these are the guys like the foundation of of jungle. Yeah, I know Lee Scratch Perry, but yeah, so as far guys, as these guys, King Tubby's. Okay, scientist was the engineer at King Tubby's. Okay, so he's like royalty. Yeah. So that's cool. That's yeah. That's I want to do some dub because I always used to listen to dub. I used to, like when I smoke weed. That's uh, always like I don't smoke, so it's yeah, like, it's a smoke, it feels it's like it's, it's, a, it's a it's a unique uh, enclosed genre. But now it's going to be open to the public. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because all of these new laws that are happening here, we're gonna it's gonna be great for everyone. I'll, I'll get my gas mask ready. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my brother just saw the Steel Pulse and. Jesse Royal down in Tampa, See? and it was an, out, it was an outdoor yeah. venue at uh, Kabaka Janus. Pyramid. I love those guys too. Chronix, but he's like, you know, it was. He's like Leela Ike. Oh, big up Leela Ike. I forgot. I'm sorry. Wait, I have to big up Leela Ike. Go ahead. Okay. With the with the out, it being an outdoor venue, there was so much weed. Like, it, oh. like after four hours, <laughs> give me a fucking pizza. <laughs> no, it was just, it was, and for some reason, like even it being an outdoor venue, I guess there was some so walls. Was and stuff, but it, was, it was all like enclosed. It was almost like a hot box. Of oh, it was almost like it was enclosed. Like, it was crazy, That's like but. yeah, going to reggae shows. It's I, I, I it has Start to be late, it's, and then they. <laughs> Like uh, and I, the Sony Hall, I saw a bunch of gigs are coming up. A lot of yeah, you know, Michael Rose, Michael and, Rose is and Sly and Robbie here playing Heritage mm-hmm. and Forty. But they're all it's all like weeknights, and then they probably all start at like nine o'clock at night. No, I'm it's dead by nine. twelve. That's that's yeah, it's twelve. It's twelve. That's, that's when it starts. That's like I think we saw Bad Brains. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you because it's a Jamaican thing. Yeah, in Jamaica, uh, it's a Jamaican thing, but in Jamaica, um, well, when when we were doing dance, dance didn't start until about twelve one o'clock. And, then, and that's when you call it star time. That's when the stars come in. You say, star time now. Like you have all these <laughs> other dudes warm up the stage and, you know, all these people that really, really, really care about who hadn't made it yet. And then 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, the stars come out. Yeah. Star, star time, time now. Move, man. Move. Oh, Star time. So you'd have to get out of the way. It's like, all right, I'm taking a nap were, that day. Were people at yeah. like the club before that? Or they yes. were just started, I guess because they were warmed up at that point. Yes. Like when, they, when I saw Ziggy at so Irving Plaza, it's like they just had a DJ. And so everyone was just dancing for a couple exactly. hours. I'm like, all right, Ziggy, I need to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that, that's, that's yeah. the culture. So I've never been to a, a gig at SOBs because it's just like, yeah, it's like, all right. I yeah, I've never been. That was one of the clubs. Is it still open? Yeah, I went there um, a couple of weeks ago. To, uh, okay. I went to two shows there. I went to a tribute for my friend that passed away. Uh-huh. Trees. Big up trees. Anyway, they're not in the universe, you know? Um, Actually, let's switch gears here. I wanted to talk about Grand Theft Auto because, oh. you know, I, yeah. wanted, I was just curious how you got in, involved with that. Um, Totally accident. Um, I, I was, I've been trying out for acting parts for a couple of years secretly oh yeah friend, like, yeah law, uh, law and order or something no no, 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 no. <laughs> i have a friend that's a, a journalist and he's actually a very good friend of mine one of my best friends um and he always used to plug me into something like that some kind of acting audition um acting is actually my first passion 
Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's my first passion. I just so you did like when you were in boarding school. When I was in boarding like, school, I used to act all the time. Yeah, act the fool. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, that class was, clown. I was the class, class clown. clown. Yeah. I was class clown. I was a disruptor. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but I, my uh, my my mother in 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 England was a film domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father, biological uh, father, well, father, he's a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. It was inherent in me. That was like what I always wanted to do. When I came here, I stopped doing that because I didn't have anyone to push me in that direction. I found music. Maybe if you were start, if you were in LA, you maybe would have. If you started no, out, no, I just think and... it was um, for more like the guidance. Okay, like the direction and the pushing you to. But I didn't, I didn't have that here, so I found music, and that that was uh, I kind of filled the void from my creative okay. juices. So when you when you were when you you landed this. The part for, for was little Jacob, right? Yeah. Um, like, how? What was the process like? Was it like the just process like in, a, in a studio for a day, just reciting no. a bunch of stuff? <laughs> no, it's, they they gave me the script. They gave me a script, um, uh, like a week before, or maybe a few days before, something like that. And I read the, the character, and I was like, "Oh, I could do this easy. I could do this easy." I love. Um, I love this one of my favorite games. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I said, "I could do this easy." So my, my um. Again, my friend, my friend always used to like give me these plugins about these things to audition. So I, I went and I auditioned for um, Grand Theft Auto. I didn't even know what Grand Theft Auto was. I didn't even actually know what I was um, auditioning for. They didn't tell me what I was auditioning. It's a billion dollar game. <laughs> I, I had, didn't have a clue. I didn't even know. Um, they didn't tell you what it was either. Oh. So it was probably because then you'd be like, I want more money. Because, well, I yeah. don't know, but it was hush hush, even down to while you were doing the audition. I mean, the acting and everything. But anyway, so I get to the audition and I go in the booth. It's a mic, it's just you and the mic, which should be very comfortable for me. That's I, how I treated my podcast back in the, when I used to do the music. I used to like, all right, take one. And I would fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it was like that, but yeah, it was worse yeah. than that for me. Mm-hmm. I get in there and I'm, and I'm trying to read these lines as they are on the paper. They didn't make sense to me. Um, it didn't flow. And I got frustrated and nervous at the same time. I was like, this is not going to work. This is not working. So I, I, I attempted it so many times. And I said, listen, I got to go. I was, yeah. I said, I, I can't do this. Um, can I, I said, can I come back tomorrow? And they looked at me like I was mad. I said, can I come back tomorrow? Can I try it again well, tomorrow? Well, you probably stood up by doing that, maybe. I don't know. But uh, it's like, well, everyone, else, say, everyone else went in there and was like, bang, bang, bang. My brother is in, in Grand Theft Auto. Oh. He's Batman. <laughs> That's actually, he's, he is a bad. Anyway, big up yourself, see, but anyway. Right? So I, I go in there and um, I do that. And I, and, I, and I literally freaked out. I said, it's time to go. So I asked the lady, I said, can I come back in here tomorrow? And she goes, Okay, okay. So I'm walking out past everyone. He's going to come back tomorrow. I don't know if they thought that was, was a good thing. <laughs> For me, it was a bad thing, but because I know everyone else nailed it the first time. And I said, can I come back again tomorrow? And I said, okay. I come back tomorrow, same shit. I fall apart in the damn studio. Ugh. But I was doing some ad-libs on the character. And, and I think that's what they, they, they caught because as I was walking out, she said, what was that thing that you said? I said, oh, I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, because that's what the character would say in that, in that, you know, in that instance. And she goes, okay, okay. So my brother gets a call. 
he's got the he's got the he's got the part. I was like, great, at least one of us got it. <laughs> you know? And then like a week or two later, they called me up and said, you got the part. I was nice. like, what? Now I beat out some good dudes who, who I know, and yeah. they're famous dudes. But I think the way how I articulated myself, you know? Alex from Hepcat? No, no, no. I wouldn't, I don't know. Alex is a real star. <laughs> Alex, Alex is certified. I got I to gotta talk to him one of these yeah, days. Yeah, you do. You need, to, you need to hit him up on the podcast. What's Ted Danson like? So yeah, you go. So they made me. Um, they made you do all the acting stuff, and they didn't tell you what you was doing. Hmm. So you and just kind of like. Then I said, "Oh, I'm just gonna take some pictures and put this on my Facebook." The director and everybody else turned around and looked at me like, "Don't what you?" Did? Yeah. I said, "I was only joking. I was only joking." NDA, NDA. No, no. Yeah. They was like, "No, listen." They said we had some problem with this the last time, and um. We don't want this to happen again. I said, no, listen, I, listen, I'm cool. I didn't even know what the thing was anyway, so I was all good. Then he goes, um, what do you say? Oh, the lines. The lines made no sense. So it's I had to, like I had made, to do made everything. Up, like, yeah, it was like, kind of stuff. It was like, wow. I had to do Rasta, man. I had to rewrite <laughs> everything, man. I said, so listen, I'm rewriting this whole thing. I'm, I'm like, I need, I need some writer's credit. It's like, oh, we can't do that because I said, well, tell me what this means. What he's saying. Tell me what do you tell me what this means? Yeah, they couldn't do it. And it was like, well, I said, well, all right. I said, I'm going to do this, man. But please. Anyway, that's that's my GTA story. I, I was really happy what I was doing. I was at first when I showed up, I was scared because I was like, I must have made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> They got me here. All these professional actors was there. They got their files and then. Yeah. Now like, you played the game, but I, yeah, I didn't play that. Oh, version. I loved it. I played it all. That was one of the ones I've played all the way through. I played the earlier one. I was like, oh my god, what am I doing? Here? Did you ever play it or no? No. no. So you didn't even hear yourself. No, or I never heard like myself. Never heard myself. But then people started recognizing you, I guess, or like kids. People said they did. Yeah. I've again, I've never played the game. I've never even opened it up. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of. There's some similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wife beater and like, I'm a wife beater. Well, no, no. <laughs> the, 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 the tank top, the puffer oh, jersey okay. kind of deal. Okay. 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 I'm like, I'm a wife beater. No, oh, the, the, the white tank top. Yeah, you can't call it. It's like that. It'll get you to you. It's like you can't say it. You can't say it. Uh, tank top. I looked at this, the characters online. Like they have the cartoon characters. My brother looks exactly like that. I don't look like the character. Yeah, you know, my like, brother looks like the character. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't. I guess it we went on to similar. it went on to make it. Yeah, we didn't get that though. We didn't get any ability. We didn't get any shares in it. It's like a one day appearance. One day appearance. You get well. It wasn't one day. We did a couple of days. We did a couple of shootings, and uh, they gave us they gave us money for the days. And listen, I did not complain. I didn't. I didn't go there looking for millions. I'm just. I was just happy to get. Did the you ever look into doing like other voiceover? I have stuff? not. I have not. Um, no, you, I could be I the, you could be the voice of uh, Radio Jamaica or something. Maybe. Hey, yeah. hey, I wouldn't mind. It's all opportunities. Hit me up on Ranks and on pilfers.net. Um, no, sorry. Ranks, uh, uh, uh on Instagram, Ranks <laughs> on Facebook. You just holler. C-O-O-L-I-E-R-A-N-X. Instagram, Facebook. I always wanted to do voiceovers because I can yeah. do voices, but it's... it's like around the house kind of thing. When it's right, like, right. I think when it comes time to, you got to be somewhat of an actor, I think, to do it. I think. I don't know. You just got to be an asshole. That's an asshole. Sla- that's, I'm coming back tomorrow. I don't feel uh, that. I don't feel <laughs> that. 
show to an audition. It's I'm going back tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel like I want to do it today. Uh, I'll come back tomorrow. I'll be in my trailer. I was terrified. You don't even understand. I think that would be my case about. Uh... <laughs> yeah, you totally blank out, just like just doing podcast stuff. Like I need to have some type of written oh, script. You took some jugs before you came in. <laughs> No, no, but <laughs> straight edge guy. Yeah. Yeah. Some prescriptions. <laughs> I probably should, but no. It's like, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. No, I just felt like, yeah, I probably need like some edibles or something. Or some gut, you know, your little guidance on what you're doing. It's, it's cool. Yeah, but it's like, I just need like a little bit of like a Format. script yeah. when I'm doing like intros to podcasts because then I start. Yeah, oh. well, I've been on those. Like I've told you, like I've, I've been where people just don't know what to say to me. And expect me to carry the podcast. I'm like, I, I don't know. Damn, what do you yeah. want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Let's have a conversation. This is what we're talking about. Exactly. I think we're winding down, though. Um, so, I mean, going back to the band stuff, you kind of, um, you have some mini tours coming up. You got yeah, we, got we're going out. Um, we have uh, July the 19th, which is the Grammys, which Grammy. we spoke about, which yep. is going to be great. All those bands. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, me neither. All X. <laughs> we, we got it. Adam got you're good. You're good. Adam, you're Adam good. You're good. You're just got to remind the sponsors. <laughs> oh, what did we get from the sponsors? What do you mean for the sponsors? What do you mean? <laughs> hey, you guys are sponsors? Sponsors <laughs> with your parents. Well, I'm like, that's what actually, I was like. Yeah, I'm like, do I need the, to put money to yeah, it? Yeah, the birthday boy. So you, you get a pass. But I didn't know whether or not, like, like when people put their sites or stuff on the shows that they get. They, they have to put money towards it. I don't know. I like don't sponsor. Know. Yeah, no, so that's why I was, like, I was kind of hesitant to do it. It's a family thing. It's I'm like, good. it's my idea. Let me put it's it. Fucking- I said, put your name on there. Who the hell? I'm not putting my name on there. <laughs> and then like a rival website that's bigger than mine's like puts my name off of it. I'm like, uh, Are typical. You like typical, yeah. They take your name off of it? It was, it, yeah, they put Rocks Off instead. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like. What's it got to do with Rocks Off? Well, Rocks Off is, yeah, it's like Rocks Off ha- are selling the tickets. Like they're involved, but that wasn't in afterwards. But yeah, it was, it was, I just kind of like laughed about it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Fuck them. <laughs> a bigger, a lot bigger site than no, I am. But no, I didn't know this was going on. All no, these that's details. right. It's, so much trauma. It was, was yeah. Let's was, was not get into it. But <laughs> I, I didn't realize, I'm like, like a happy occasion. I'm like, oh man, what's kind of like, I just wanted to put on a good show. I don't like all this drama and yeah, stuff. It's, but, drama. it's always drama, man. Putting on this show. So Being in a band is about drama. That's, that's yeah, it depends. It depends on who you're actually with. You know, you can have some really cool guys. Like, you see how long actually Pilfers were together as a band. We've toured for a long time with each other, day in, day out. We did about 250, 275 shows a year. Yeah. So, you know, that, that can be a lot. That's trying on people's patience. Being stuck it? in vans. and Yeah, and traveling. We just, our life is just traveling, you know? Yeah. So it, it takes a... Unique person to actually deal with that type of stuff. It's like it's like a social experiment. But then, who's going to crack any first? other band? Like even if you're trying to get a, you know, just even local bands trying to get people, the people flake out, and it's just like so hard to get a band off the ground. Like I, said, I was very, I was very fortunate, mm-hmm. extremely fortunate, and I have a great bunch of people that I've spent um, a lot of time with, and you know, they're like my family, good or bad. Yeah, that's, that's what family is. It's yeah. you want to wring their neck half the time, and the other time you want to hug them. Oh yeah, we've almost gotten the fist fights because yeah, we make beautiful <laughs> music together. And I'm not talking about how the 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 um the Wonder Twins kill each other. Wonder Wonder Scott Scott Twins. Yeah, yeah. we uh we make a lot of 
beautiful music together. So I, I would never trade it. So, um, yeah, so you're doing the mini, so are you doing, you're going to be going out to like Chicago or something? Going with? to Chicago, we're actually going as far as um, Las Vegas. Um, we may be even in California. Oh, okay. So this is going to be a long tour. And then we, when we're on our way back, we're going to Colorado. Do you, can you say who you're playing with? I mean, like, for, well, we're headlining. Oh, we're headlining headline. and we're okay. bringing out, um, um, Stop the Press. Okay. Stop the Press is a New York oh, band. They play oh, more. yeah, they're coming out with a new album, I think, soon. Yeah, yeah they, they just came out. Like, yeah. just came out. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to go on tour, bring these guys out. First time we're actually bringing a band out, I think. I don't, uh-huh. I don't recollect us bringing Well, you guys are out. veterans. You got to start doing that, you know. Yeah, yeah. we do, you know. <laughs> yeah. We really do. We, need, we could do more for everyone else, you know. We actually can. I just want to shout out Brett um, from uh, the Rudy Crew. Okay. He has a little bit of issues with me, but Brett, <laughs> I ain't got no hatred for you, Brett. Um, this whole thing happened, uh, this show thing happened, and it wasn't meant to be um, a tribute to Roy Radix. It was actually just doing a show for Brian, and I put that tag and that moniker on it as Radix Fix because I wanted to honor Radix. Yeah. yeah so I just want to, I want to kind of put that out there. And I know you, you said, I, I read your, um, your, your I am. This is a personal one. That's Richard. Yeah. I am, dude. And um, I have no problem making music with you. So anytime you want to make some music with me, hit me up. This is not a problem. You can do that anytime. Uh, yeah, it's like we were kind of was like it was a. We should have like we didn't know like if Rudy Kuhl yeah. was still playing because they were kind of we like, never they were, even they were, heard what they were doing. You know? They were so practicing and stuff, so it wasn't like yeah, it wasn't like at this like a. It was just like oops, uh, kind of sorry. Yeah, we didn't. You know, it's gonna be a long night. <laughs> yeah, but I hope that doesn't discourage people to to not go yeah, to Radix at this. It's, I mean, we're it's celebrating still, still, Roy and then exactly, and then just we all want to have a good even, time. Yeah, before we even sign off on this, I I hit his son up. I was like, Yo, listen, this is what we're planning, and I'm gonna tell you why I hadn't done it two years ago. And I said because my mom's was going through a whole thing. She was, you know, she, when she was diagnosed with the cancer, I just had to be there. I, I yeah, going back and forth uh, from here to England. Um, as much as I could. I was there four or five times out of the year and I stayed there for like a month and a month and a half and I'd come back and I'd just run back again. So I would have done this years ago. Yeah. But um, today, I mean, this time, I just thought it was a great opportunity because everyone wanted to work together. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was that wasn't the original idea, but that's what you put your tag on. I'm like, hey, I'm yeah. fine with it. Whatever, you know. It's, yeah. it's not about me. It's just yeah. like, I. It's like, oh, my birthday's on a Friday, so let's do it on a Friday. Yeah, it's great. It was a, it was a great idea. Yeah. So I'm hopefully it's so, uh, shout out to everybody that's gonna come out, and um, shout out to Rudy Crew too, because you, you already know I ain't got nothing but love for you guys, regardless to what ill feels, ill feelings one might have. But it's all good. It's all good because it's Scott. Yeah, you can't hold on to It's all about the love. Yeah, and it's the about good times. skanking, sweating. Yeah. So, what you got? I was gonna just say, are you planning on going back to Europe anytime with the band? Or um, when I get that call, yeah, I'm jumping. <laughs> Why not? Well, so, I mean, so we, you have some touring members now because it's usually just you. And I actually have a different guys all the time because yeah um it's hard to keep everyone and everyone is coming from different bands too like sometimes you got chris malone playing yeah. and then you got like right so, and i've got a different guy this time okay so for me it's just make sure that we're playing the band is um visible we're tight play good music and that's it we have so so much songs that we can play yeah um 
So we're not going to stop. Is, do you just act, like ask around, like, oh, who, who needs a, t- you know, does anyone know, you know a trombone player? Yeah. Or, like, and kind of just, or yeah. was it answering I mean, I, ads I, or anything? I actually had everyone planned and, and sealed up. And then I got a, a, you know, a situation where the trombone player couldn't play. And I said, okay, let me see if I can get someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. And then, oh, the bass player can't play because he just had a kid. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> let me find somebody else. So, listen, the show must go on regardless of what. Yeah, I've noticed in the last, you know, uh, it, it, since like the last year, I would say that you've definitely like upticked the touring and yeah. doing these little mini tours. And we, we, we had a booking agency before. They weren't really concentrating on us. And it might be something I said in the beginning, like, no, I don't want to go out too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know where they get that idea. I don't know where they got that idea from. But yeah, so I've decided, <laughs> I've decided you know, because I was newly married. I, I spent two years in England and I left my wife, kind of, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I was just living my own life, doing a little bit of music and running back to England and take care of my mother. So I kind of like, you know, I was negligent on the home front. Yeah. Um. But now, you know, everything is a lot better and solid, you know. I'm like, I'm not really a real estate agent. I fake it. <laughs> I know nothing. I know music. Yeah. But I'm not really a great real estate agent. I'm a nice person. That's all I am. I was like, hey, you like this apartment? Have you, have you seen some of these realtors, though? It's just like, they pretty much just open the door. <laughs> That's all I do. I open the door and I say, hey, what do you do? And then you look at the list like, oh, oh, oh yeah, they got no, a bathroom. No, I know everything. They got a bathroom. I know everything. All the sellers. I would know everything about the apartment, but I'm not that guy that's going to sell it. Yeah. I'll show it. I'll tell you some of the features. I'll tell you where the neighborhood is and all like that. But I'm not like, oh, you should get this because I'm not a hard pusher. You know what I mean? I'm not like, I'm this just like. This is the breakfast nook. Yeah. This one we had to go to a realtor, and it's like because, and we jumped at it. We like got it that day. I'm like, see the size of this this living room and yeah. the dining room was like, I need it. Yeah. Because if not, we were like, we didn't know what to do. So it's good. Yeah. Um. All right. I mean, I think that's. I think we're good. I think we good. Let's okay. go get some lunch. Cool. <laughs> hey, hey, all right. Hey, hey. All right. So Radix Fest, July nineteenth. Be there. Yeah, I'm on. 